identity is based on our boundaries. And if someone tries to break my boundaries and do something that I don't believe is right, loyalty is the most important thing for us. Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman on the Pasha, the Prisman of Torah, Pasha Spolak and Pinchos, anger, your secret weapon. Shalom to everyone. In this week's Parsha from Nei Chutzlaras Parshas Balak, I would like to share with you an Emes Dike, unique concept that will help to alleviate several questions we have on the Parsha. And my, my friend from my kolel, by the name of Reb Daniel Stolbach, told this over to me and tried to add a bit more ideas to it. And he heard it from a Rosh Yeshiva of Or Sameach, Reb Simcha Shoyer, Rosh Yeshiva in Monsi. So before we bring up the concept, let's ask a couple of questions like we usually do. We all know what the famous episode of what happened in Parsha of Balak, where Balak, the king of Moab, sends messengers to Bilam. We're scared of Amisrael, please curse them out for us. Bilam tries to do so. And why is he able to do so? That is based on the Gaman of Oidazah and Brachos that clearly tell us that his expertise was to aim and know precisely when that tiny moment, that's a lot less than a second, that tiny moment that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gets angry, which happens every day, which we say every day in Davening, Mizmo Shir Chanukah Sabais, in that Mizmo we say, Ki rega be'apo, that rega represents that tiny moment that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is angry, and Bilam, out of everyone, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave him the ability to be mechaven, to know exactly when that moment happens, and at that moment, he cursed out, he had the ability to curse out people. And how does that work? That moment represents Midas Adin, Gvua, and justice. And he realized that almost no one is perfect, so he can always find that tiny flaw a person has. We know, and he leveraged off that moment to curse people. Balak realized he had those powers, and he asked him to curse the Jewish people. But he failed to do so. Why? Because HaKadosh Buhu says the Gemara, HaKadosh Buhu did a huge chesed to us. What was the huge chesed? That during those days that he tried to curse out Pnei Israel, HaKadosh Buhu had made it to be a blackout period that he won't be koyas during those days. Okay, so next shlav, later on in the parsha, Bilam tells Balak, I have a def- different idea. There HaKadosh Buhu hates Zima and therefore he said, I have an idea. Get them to do, to do a major sin that Hashem hates. And that is to be mezani. Get, get your woman to be with them. And that will create anger by HaKadosh Buhu and he'll, get, he'll, he'll, he'll wipe them out. Chas v'shalom. That's what he told them. And they took that Eitzah, that idea seriously. And they took even a princess, Kozbi Batsul, to be together with Am Yisrael, with a lot of men. And that's what happened. And the epitome of that, we know, was that even with the Nasi in Israel. Which, which was with Zimri. And as a result, that caused a lot of people in Am Yisrael to die until, because HaKadosh Baruch got angry, until Pinchas said, this is crazy, this is crazy. He took a sword, a romach in his hand, and he killed him during the act. Now, on the sidelines, it says in the parsha that Pnei Yisrael were outside the tent. They were crying. What were they doing? Crying. So Rashi has a certain malach. They were crying that they should have done what Pinchas did. They forgot the halacha. But Targum Yoinasan says they were crying, which means they were saying Kriyachma. Question number one Kriyachma. What in the world does that have to do with what was happening? Why did they say Kriyachma? 
That's question number one. Question number two, we alluded to this idea that HaKadosh Buhu has one moment of kaas in the world. What does that represent? Why does Hashem do that? Maybe we can get a bit of a Havana when we bring out the concept why HaKadosh Buhu puts in a tiny bit of anger of kaas in the world. Question number three, not as, not as strong of a question, but it's the question nonetheless. It's an interesting question. Bilam at the beginning tried to curse, tried to curse. He wasn't able to do so. And then he went to plan B and gave them a suggestion. And Eitzah, you know what? Instead of trying to curse them out, because I'm, I'm obviously unable to do so, so I have a different idea. Get them to sin, and that will hopefully win the game for you. Get them to sin. How? The worst that's the sins that HaKadosh Buhu hates. Was there, what, 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 is there some sort of a connection a keshel between his original thoughts of cursing and then switching to this idea of, of giving this Eitzah to get them to sin? Why didn't he say that in the beginning? What happened in the middle? To answer these questions and more, I would like to now share with you that concept that I heard from my friend of Daniel Stolbach. So first of all, we'll start with the basics. The basics is the following. We know there's a Gemara, the Gemara in Bachos, Dafei Amudalif says that when a person feels, a person should always ensure his yetzer toiv is fighting his yetzer hara. And it says the lashon is leolam yargiz adam yetzer tov al yetzer hara. And we know this from the pasuk rigzu ve'al tichtu. If you do that, you won't sin. So what does that mean? The the continuous avoida of always ensuring that yetzer tov will fight yetzer hara is creating our boundaries. Our identity is based on our boundaries. I am a person who wants to be close to HaKadosh Buhu. I don't want to sin. My boundaries is not to sin. I only want to do too good. I don't want to run after taivas and what Yetzirah tries to put me down. And I actually should use anger to my benefit here. And if someone tries to stare and break my boundaries and do something that I don't believe is right, I should get angry and as they say in Hebrew, and ensure my borders are not being broken. My boundaries need to be kept stark and not to let anyone break them. And how do we do that? By defining our boundaries and make sure we understand on a continuous basis, day to day, But what koichas in the world give us this? How did Hashem put this koach of gvua, of din, in the world? That is that tiny moment of, of, of kaas that HaKadosh Buhu puts in the world. And we use that koyach for good. How? To get angry at anyone that want to break our borders and to create our borders starkly and strongly and affirmatively so no one can break our boundaries and ensuring we continue only in getting close to Hashem, do a ton of mitzvahs and nothing else and not fall into our taivas. Mimele, what happened was... Even though usually, of course, anger we know is associated with bad. It's one of the worst midas and you should never ever use it. Almost never use it. But, because why? The answer is Pashat. As the Bali Musar tell us, because, oh, I deserve honor. I can't believe it didn't honor me that way. So because we had false expectations, because we hold of ourselves, it's coming from Gaiva. The Shorish of Kas is coming from Gaiva. I hold of myself highly. Therefore, anything that was done that I didn't expect to get, that I deserved, I get angry. But over here, it's Fakert. My boundaries are to keep myself in holiness, in Kedusha and Tara. And if someone tries to break that and make me do something that is not right for me, I should get upset. And I should always continuously ensure my boundaries are strong and firmly kept. However, 
what gives me, with the, what's the extra touch that gives me the koach to be able to do that? That is the power in the world that Hashem put that little moment of kas. But what happened in the days that Bilam tried to curse us, which actually was in our favor, so he won't be able to curse us, HaGadish Buhu took out that moment of kas. Open brackets, as a result, Bilam had no choice because he couldn't leverage off that moment and he saw the Bnei Israel were actually good people and therefore bracha came out, close brackets. But at the end of the day, it had a ripple effect that that koyach that is needed in the world, and that is the koyach Hashem put in the world on purpose, that rega moment of angriness, of kas, of din, of gvua, was, was put in the world for us to fight the Yetzirah with Yetzirah Tov, like the Gemara says, Le'olam yergiz adam Yetzirah Tov, onto his Yetzirah. But we weren't able to do so. And Bilam chapt, wow. Now that, they're not, now that I, there's no moment of chaos, and it's true, I can't curse them, but now Bilam realized, wait a second over here, this is the best time to get them to sin. Because they won't be strong enough, perhaps, and tap into that koyach of gvua, of using their anger in a positive way to stop us from getting them to sin. Now's the time to try to get them to sin. And that's why he didn't suggest it at the beginning, but rather he suggested it now. And when, unfortunately, he was right, and Bnei Israel start, started sinning, but they also realized why we were sinning. They were crying. Why they were crying? They were crying like the Gemara says. Because if you're not able to, like the Gemara says, then, then the Gemara says, you know what you should do? It says that if you're not able to do so, then you should say Kriyashma. Shneema, it's it's a, the Hemshech of that pasuk. Al Mishkavchem, you say Kriyashma. So they were saying Kriyashma. Why should Kriyashma help? So that I want to add, because Kriyashma is all about getting all Machut Shemayim. Realize what life is all about. That Hakadosh Baruch runs the world, and all we want to do is get closer to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. that should help them fight for the boundaries which represents their identity, which is getting close to Hashem. How can they get us to sin? And that's what they tried to do. And what's so beautiful about it is because Kriyat Shema, we know, Chazal tell us, it's made of Reish Mem Ches, 248 words, which represents Ramach Eivarav of a person, which represents a person. That is protecting the person. Pinchas, though, realized it's too, li- too little too late, as they say. After so much that has been done, so many sins in the world because of this. It's not enough just to say Kriyat Shema. You have to do more than that. And therefore, he took his weapon, which is a sword, which is called a Roimach. How do you spell Roimach? Also, Resh Resh Mem Ches, which is 248. And he used that to kill the people because it needed a Maise. An action was needed to be taken. It's not enough just to say Kriyat Shema at this point. And, and through that action, Inachinami, it stopped the plague that HaKadosh Buhu put on Am Yisrael because of their sinning. And what's even another nice idea over here is because the Gemara says, if even Kriyat Shema doesn't work, then the last resort is to think of Yom Amisa, of death. And Pinchas showed them, this deserves death. And that could have triggered them to think of death as well. Mimele, that is what needed to be done to compensate for the lack of the anger in the world which we tap into to, to ensure our boundaries, our identities are kept. This, is, this concept is exactly what Rabbi Yunus says, 
that a person should be goyer beyama taiva. When taivas come to you, Yetzirah, and try to do, get, get you to do something, you should, you should use this cast and fight against them. No, this is not who I am. Anytime someone tries to break your boundaries, your borders, then you get upset. This is me. You're not going to break who I am. And we have to be strong in that nekuda and realize life is all about being close to Hashem, being spiritually, being pure, and doing ratzon Hashem. And anyone tries that sh- to stare that, especially Yetzirah, we have to fight up against it. It's a true battle. Before I conclude with a story that I think is very relevant to this topic, I want to make sure we understand all the answers to the questions we raised. Question number one was, we know Bnei Israel were crying, and Targum Yonasan told us that they were saying Kriyachma. And the question was, what does Kriyachma have to do with anything? So the answer is, it has to do with a lot. Because right now, that HaKadosh Buhu usually puts that moment of anger in the world, that gave us the Koyach, and it was easily done, more easily than usual, to fight off the Yetzirah and ensure our boundaries are staying intact. But now that HaKadosh Buhu out of Chesed, took that moment of Ka'as out of the world, that moment that, that injected Gvua into the world, we could tap into that Gvua and fight the Yetzirah. We had to find and compensate for that and find some other resort. But Yisrael chapped that and they did, and they said, Kriyachma, as the Gemara Bacho says over there, in Gemara Dafei Amudalif. Also, we answered the question, why does Hashem put a, a moment of Ka'as in the world? And that is so that we have that Koch to tap into it, to fight against the Yetzirah with that koach of gvua. And the third question was, why did Bilam switch his mind? Is there some sort of a connection between the fact he initially tried to curse us and then he went to the second resort of getting us to sin? And the answer is yes, because he realized that Hashem out of Chesed took away that moment of kas, and as a result, it created the ripple effect that Bnei Yisrael will have a harder time be oimed on the Mishma and to fight that Yetzirah. And therefore, Bilam realized this spirit sign and he said, this is an opportunity, let's get them to sin right now. And unfortunately he was successful. And therefore Bnei Soil said, let's say Kriyachma, hopefully this will help, because it also represents the Ramach Ivarim, had Ramach Tevis, Reish Memchet 248 words in Kriyachma Keneged, our bodies that have 248 limbs. And Pinchas says, it's not enough. It's not enough to just speak out now Kriyachma and say Kriyachma that represents our 248 limbs, but rather I have to do a Maise. So he took something that represented the Reish Memches 248. That's what the weapon he used was called the Roimach. And he used it to kill, which also rekindled this idea of remembering the day of death, which the Gemara, the same Gemara says that the last resort, if even Kriyachma doesn't help you to be a Yesahawa, and think of the day of death, which will allude to what life is all about. I just like, I would just like to close with a story that I said a couple years ago. But I think it's very fitting. A good friend of mine, he had, he lost his job and he was jobless for a couple of weeks. Finally, got this interview opportunity, but it happened to be Sfiras Oimer, and his minig, of course, is not to shave. And he looked a bit off. It was, it's not like he had a proper beard. On the other hand, he wasn't clean shaven. He was mamish in the middle of no man's land and he looked a bit odd and off and he didn't know what to do he knew he could get a heter if he asked a certain rab but he said I don't think that's what's on Hashem I am going to this interview and of course it's not like today that it's very fashionable to have a beard yeah, I think even today that type of beard would be funny at the end of the day he goes to the interview and 
exactly what he was worried about presented itself as they said, we have one more question for you. Do you always look like this? Or today maybe you can get sued for asking such a question. But this is what happened. And he said, in his heart he said to himself, I knew it, I should have just shaved. But he answered them, you know, I'll tell you the truth. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Yid, and we have this concept that during this time, because of Talmud Rabbi Akiva, they passed away, so we have this minig of mourning, so hence I don't shave. Okay. A week passes after that interview. He doesn't hear back. He thinks it's game over. It's because I didn't shave. Because I didn't shave. Why did I do that? A week and two days after, he gets a phone call from this company. He said, congratulations, you got the job. But we want to tell you something. We apologize. The reason it took us so long to get back to you is because there was some other person that was, was very tight, very close between you and him. And this other person actually was very good for the job, probably even better than you. But the reason we chose you is because we were very impressed by your loyalty to your religion. And we said, loyalty is the most important thing for us. And if you have such loyalty to your religion, surely you'll be able to have such loyalty to us as well. So you see that it's it's not despite, but it's in merit of him sticking to his boundaries that he was able to, through Siata Deshmaya, of course, receive the job. Once again, everything's an optical illusion. It's all about our avoidas Hashem, getting close to Hashem, and working on our midos, teila, and mitzvahs. Have a gewaldic Shabbos. Subscribe to our podcast. Give us a rating. Share with your friends, family, and neighbors. Visit our website, prismanoftorah.com. You can contact us from the website itself. We will be updating to a new website page or a new website name in the coming weeks. Thank you, Univefa, for your studio equipment. Podcast produced by Eddie Podcast Productions. Elena Nishmas, Leia Basiona.